Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I'm here. You already know I'm here with. I'm here with a word, okay? And in this word, the Lord just began to download into me. He said he's taking you up into a whirlwind, okay? He said he's taking you up into a whirlwind, child. Listen, so he has started talking to me about Elijah, right? And remember how Elijah in like um, First Kings, I think it was like chapter 17, he came up against all the false prophets and proved them wrong. And then he had fled to Sinai, right? And when he had fled to Sinai, he basically was having a conversation with the Lord. And he was telling the Lord, like, listen, I'm tired. <laughs> That's basically what he said. I'm tired. This is much, right? And I want to take you to First Kings chapter 19. And I'm going to start at verse 1. When Ahab got home, he told Jezebel everything Elijah had done, including the way he killed all the prophets of Baal. So Jezebel, Je- I said Jezebel, because she is, she a liar. Jezebel sent this message to Elijah, may the gods strike me and even kill me if by this time tomorrow I have not killed you just as you killed them. Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. He went to Beersheba, a town in Judah, and he left his servant there. Then he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. See, he like, Lord, I'm tired. Have, I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him, get up and eat. The Lord told me to come on here and feed you. God is saying, get up and eat. He said, get up into this word. He said, I know you tired. He said, I know. I need need you to get into this word because faith comes by hearing the word of God. He said, I got plans for you, but I need you to get into alignment, child. Who, hold up, hold up, hold up, Lord. You want me to go there? All right, so earlier I'm washing my cups. And the Lord, he had told me, he he specifically told me, put the one cup under the the drain in the sink. And I got one of them... um, I got one of them things in my kitchen where you can take it off and you can like use the little hose thing or whatever. So at first, when I first put the cup there, it wasn't, it was, the water wasn't going in there. So he was like, no, it, it's all about the alignment. He was like, move it over some because like the hose is making it kind of like shift. So I had to like follow it. And then he had just, I just watched as the cup began to overflow and how like in the cup, the water was being poured, but everything in the sink was, it was reaching everything in the sink because of the overflow. And God is saying, it's all about the alignment. You have to get in alignment with him. And as you get in alignment with him, he said, your cup will begin to overflow. He said, it don't take long. It don't take long for me to bless you, says the Lord. He looked around and there beside his his head was some bread baked on hot stones and a jar of water. We already know Jesus is the bread and he the water. He's saying, get into his word. Listen to what he wants to speak to you. Okay. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, get up and eat some more or the journey ahead will be too much for you. So God is saying, stay in his word, stay in communion, stay in fellowship with him. Because what is about to happen in your life is about to be much. <laughs> it's about to be much. And you have to be like, like stuck to him, like white on rice in this season and, and into all the rest of the seasons. You want to need God. 
because you these blessings they're gonna try to you're gonna it's gonna try to, it's gonna be so much that you're gonna feel like you're beginning to lose yourself so you have to stay with God because he's your identity your identity is not into the things God's bringing into your life your identity is in Christ Jesus he's just blessing you because you are an heir right mm. it said so he got up and ate and drank, and the food gave him enough strength to travel 40 days and 40 nights to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. There he came to a cave where he spent the night. But the Lord said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? Elijah replied, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty, but the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, tore down your altars, and killed every one of your prophets. I'm the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. Go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a sound of a gentle whisper. <laughs> but Elijah, excuse me, when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in the cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And a voice said, what are you doing here, Elijah? He replied again, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty, but the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, tore down your altars and killed every one of your prophets. I'm the only one left. And now they are trying to kill me too. Then the Lord told him, go back the same way you came and travel through the wilderness of Damascus. When you arrive there, anoint Hazel, the king of Aram, the anoint Jehu, grandson of Nimshi, to be king of Israel and anoint Elisha, son of Saphat, from the town of Abel Manoah, we're going to go with that, to replace you as prophet. Anyone who escapes from Hazel will be killed by Jehu, and those who escape Jehu will be killed by Elisha. Yet I will preserve 7,000 others in Israel who have never bowed down to Baal or kissed him. Mm, child, listen. Listen, God knows you're tired, but he said, listen, it's a lot that I have called you to do. He said, it's a lot of souls that I have, a, I have set for you to set free. He said, it's much that I have for you. And he says that he needs you to strengthen yourself with his word. He needs you to come to him. You see, Elijah was feeling weak. Elijah was feeling tired, but he came to the Lord. He didn't drift away. He came closer to God because he was tired. And it's, it, it reminds me of Isaiah 40 when he says, those that wait upon the Lord will find new strength. It's a new strength God got waiting for you when you tap into his word. So then we got the call of Elisha. And you know, when you when you see Elijah and Elisha, I just naturally think of Jesus and us. Like how Jesus handed over the mantle, right? So, um, it says... So Elijah went and found Elijah, son of Saphat, plowing a field. There were 12 teams of oxen in the field, and Elijah was plowing with the 12th team. Elijah went over to him and threw his cloak across his shoulders and then walked away. Elijah left the oxen standing there, right? I said, standing there, ran after Elijah and said to him, first, let me go and kiss my father and mother goodbye, and then I will go with you. Elijah replied, go back, but think about what I have done to you. So Elisha returned to his oxen and slaughtered them. He used the wood from the plow to build a fire to roast their flesh. 
He passed around the meat to the townspeople and they all ate. Then he went with Elijah as his assistant. Listen, this whole time you've been walking with the Lord. And the Lord said he passing the mantle down to you. He said it's, it's time for you to take on this mantle. He said it's time for you to begin to do what I, what I preordained, predestined for your life. He said, I know you're tired. He said, that's why the set time is now. He said, now I'm, I'm about to let you eat. He said, I've been preparing this feast. He said, because I knew you was going to be hungry. And he said, now it's time to eat. He said, I hope you brought your appetite, child. He said, I hope you brought your appetite because it's time to eat. He said, think about what he has spoken to you. Look at how your life is going. He said, go back and think about it. I've been passing the baton to you, says the Lord. He said, it's your time to run, child. He said, you will not faint, but you will run, child. Yes. Okay, child. So listen. So then we're going to go to... Elijah being taken into heaven because this is where the Lord really was like, this is what you got to get. But first, I'm going to look up whirlwind, right? Because the Lord was like, look up the definition to whirlwind. So Holy Spirit lead us and guide us. And a whirlwind is a column of air moving rapidly around and around in a a slenderical or funnel shape. Listen. It says used in similes and metaphors to describe a very energetic or tumultuous person or process. So it's just, it's just big. Like a whirlwind, just think about a whirlwind. A whirlwind is very rapid. It just, it's just, it's just, you got to stand back and be in awe of it. Right. And God says that you're going up in a whirlwind. It says, when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elijah were traveling through Gilgal. And Elijah said to Elijah, stay here for the Lord has told me to go to Bethel. But Elijah replied, as surely as the Lord lives and you yourself live, I will never leave you. So they went down together to Bethel. All this time you've been hearing Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. You've been hearing these words. God has been dropping these gems into you. people. And you're like, well, where's where's the blessings at? Where Where's heaven on earth at? When am I going to see these things? When am I going to see Jesus? And listen, you're about to, you're about, people are about to witness you going up into heaven in a whirlwind. They are about to witness the child. So I want to take you, because you know how they, the prophets was telling him, like, you know, they about to take him. They know they about to take him. You've been getting the word that it's harvest season. You've been getting the word that you write. You've been getting the word that God's preparing a feast. And you like, okay, I know, but you ain't seen it yet. Right. But listen, so even to the point where on verse way, what verse is that? Verse five ish, like right before six, it says, of course, I know Elisha answered, but be quiet about it. You ever be God got so many promises in your life that you just get tired of getting a word. You like, I already know. Can you stop talking about it? I just want to see it. When you get to that point, just know that the whirlwind is right there. Because listen, <laughs> it's like when you big and pregnant, everybody all telling you, 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 you look like you about to pop. You look like this. You look like that. You be like, I know. You be like, I know. I'm very uncomfortable right now. But you you just want that baby to come out so you can get your body back. You just want that baby to come out because it ain't being cute no more being pregnant. Listen, you're right at that breaking point. <laughs> Is there, um, I'm gonna start at verse six. Then Elijah said to Elisha, stay here for the Lord has told me to go to the Jordan river. But again, Elisha replied, as surely as the Lord lives and you yourself live, I will never leave you. So they went on together. Then, it, then more people was telling them. 
It says 50 men from the group of prophets also went and watched from a distance. Oh, they was watching from a distance. My bad. As Elisha and Elisha stopped beside the Jordan River, then Elisha folded his cloak together and struck the water with it. The river divided and the two of them went across on dry ground. When they came to the other side, Elisha said to Elisha, Tell me what I can do for you before I'm taken away. And Elisha replied, please let me inherit a double share of your spirit and become your successors. It's just like in Job, right? Right before the Lord bless you, God calls you to bless your enemies. What can I speak over you? Like, what can I do for you? Because this, these very people, God has set the scene for them to watch you go up into a whirlwind. People are going to begin to be your successor because they're going to see God in your life. They're going to be like, surely... This is the Lord's anointed because I done seen her in the pit. I done seen her get sold into slavery. So surely, surely if God let them see that, of course he's going to let them see you go up in this whirlwind, child. Wasn't nobody in the cave with you, but you and God. Wasn't nobody else fleeing to the mountain of God, but you and God. God seen it all. God saw when you was crying. God saw when you was sliding down the wall with tears rolling down your eyes. God saw it all. God saw the days that you were laying in your bed and you couldn't get up because the pressure was so much. God saw it all, child. And he said, now I'm about to reward you. Mm, 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 mm. It said, um, he it says, you have asked a difficult thing, Elijah replied. If you see me when I'm taken from you, then you will get your request. But if not, then you won't. So God is sending chariots to come and get you, child. You booked. You don't even understand how booked you about to be. God is sending chariots to come and get you. God is making this thing very dramatic, okay? People are going to have to witness. People will be like, did you just see what happened over there? Did you see what God just did in her life? <laughs> People won't be just looking like, surely, surely that is the anointed one of God. As they were walking along and talking, suddenly a chariot of fire appeared. Drawn by horses of fire, it drove between the two men, separating them. And Elijah was carried by a whirlwind into heaven. Rapidly, the Lord brought him up into heaven, child. Violently, he brought him up into heaven. And God is saying, he's doing that same thing in your life. He said the same thing. He said, I'm going to make it clear to people. I'm going to draw the line in the sand, child, that you are mine. Everybody's going to see you being taken up into heaven. Everybody. God said he is doing this thing very dramatic. Because everybody, when people was looking at you, when you were just in these streets looking crazy, and all you had was faith, and people looking at you like, well, you just need to give up because you done lost, baby. People was looking at you like that. And God says, them same ones, they about to watch. <laughs> He said, tell your enemies to pull up a cheer, pull up a cheer because they about to watch. Okay. He said, listen, this calf is very fat. He said, listen, I got them turning on the stove. I got them making the fire now because we about to eat this thing. You hear me? Child. Mm, get some hot sauce. Lord said, so get some hot sauce. What you want? What you want with this calf? What you want? You want some collard greens? You want some cornbread? He said, what else you want? <laughs> what you want? Because it's ready, child. He said he's serving appetizers. It's time for the hors d'oeuvres, says the Lord. That's what he said. Whew. He said, my father, my father, I see the chariots and the charioteers of Israel. And as they disappear from sight, Elijah tore his clothes in distress. Elijah picked up Elijah's cloak, which had 
fallen when he was taken up. That's picking up the mantle, child. God left the mantle here. Jesus left the mantle for you. He left it here for you to keep on going. He said, go make disciples of the nations, child. He said, I'm showing off in your life to get my souls. Do you hear me? When they see what I've done in your life, everybody's going to want to know about your God. And he said, and that's the opportune time. Don't forget about me. <laughs> he said, then Elijah returned to the bank of the Jordan River. He struck the water with Elijah's cloak and cried out, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? Then the river divided and Elisha went across. Listen, everybody going to be like, such and such God. They're like, Jay's God is the real God. And I'm going to be like, period. Okay? You're going to be like, where is he? He's going to make himself very known. It says, when the group of prophets from Jericho saw from a distance what happened, they exclaimed, Elijah's spirit rest upon Elisha. So the people that's in the bushes watching you, when they when you when you walk past, they're gonna be like the spirit of God is upon her. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon her, and he has anointed her. That's what God is saying. People gonna testify like, yes, God is in your life. He's here. He, he's very much evident. And it says, and they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Sir, they said, just say the word and 50 of our strongest men will search the wilderness for your master. Perhaps the spirit of the Lord has left him on some mountain or in some valley. People are going to be trying to look for you, child. And you're going to be like, who? Who? Because all they're going to see is redemption. They're going to be like, they're going to be coming looking for the old you and they're not going to be able to find you. It says, no, Elisha said, don't send them. But they kept urging him until they shamed him into agreeing. And he finally said, all right, send them. So 50 men searched for three days, but they're not fine, Elijah. When this when this whirlwind come, people, they they you're not the same anymore. They're going to be looking for the old you and you going. That part of you going. All they're going to see is you in life. And life more abundantly. Child, let me pray for you. <clears throat> Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just want to thank you because you are king of every king, Lord. You are Lord of every Lord, Father God. I praise your name, Lord. I just bless you, Father God, because you are so worthy of every praise, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm just praying for your child receiving this word, Lord, that she accepts the invitation you have sent and she will be caught up into a whirlwind into heaven, Father God. Come get her boldly. Come move boldly, Father God, on the behalf of your child in the name of Jesus. Lord, have your way in her life. Holy Spirit, take over her life, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Make her life unrecognizable, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that her feast will be bomb, Father God, in the name of Jesus. To serve her all the things that you know that she likes to eat, Lord God. Just serve her, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you said you preparing a feast in the presence of her enemies, Father. Listen, Lord, I just ask that she goes to the table, Lord. That she puts her feet up like Esther. She starts to just chow down, Lord. She just starts... Tearing that food up, Lord, of what you have prepared for her since before you even laid down the foundations of the earth, Lord. And I just want to thank you in advance because I know you're doing it. I know you're doing it, Lord. So I just give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Family, I'm going to let y'all go because you got stuff to do. You booked out in these spiritual streets okay your name rings bells out in these spiritual streets okay you're gonna see 
what it was like when Jesus just walked into an area and people were getting to run to him. Demons will begin to be begging for, for <laughs> demons will begin to beg for the Lord to not send them to the pit, child. You about to witness that because God has rested his spirit on you. It's the set time. Your time is now to do what God has anointed you to do, child. Congratulations, girl, because you done made it. Okay, because listen, for a second, we thought we was going to fade, child. We thought we was going to be weary, child, but we done made it, child. We done made it. You done made it to the finish line. Now it's time to eat. Mm. So I love you guys so, 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 so much. But let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.